you ready? I said, are you ready for Let's Talk World Hockey? And now, here are our hosts, Beth and Zach. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 50 of Let's Talk Woe Hockey. I'm your girl, Beth. Joined, as always, by my dude, Zach. And, of course, we have our special guest. Who could we not have on episode 50? The Corey Crawford episode of Let's Talk Woe Hockey. But the demigoddess of chaos herself. Courtney. Hello. Hello, friend. <laughs> How are you? Oh, you know, living the life, living the life. Yeah, yeah, that's about all. Trying to. (laughs) Trying to this, especially this week, because I know I'm kind of afraid to like set my phone too far off to the side in case something else happens. Yeah, Yeah, for real. Because you look at the roster now, you're like, hmm, well, this is new. (laughs) Yeah, and and, and we're going to hit up the trade stuff that's gone down this week because, whoo. Um, of course, we are always brought to you by Five in a Game Sports Network. Zach, how you doing today, buddy? Ah, uh, doing good. It's Thursday. It's a little bit gloomy outside, so it's it's that nice aesthetic to just sit and read books all day and drink your tea and coffee. So yeah, it's 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 one of those days. So kind of enjoying that. How are you doing, Beth? It has been a week. Like all the feelings have been felt. Like things have happened. Still feeling them. Still feeling Still them. Back and back and feeling <laughs> feelings, and they're not happy feelings. And it, like it even like trickles down to like moves that the ice hogs are making that are giving me unhappy feelings too. So this was one of those things, man. It's just why it well, is why? just. <laughs> I can't. I cannot wait for this week to be. A, this is the week of the season I don't enjoy because it's like. It just gets chaotic and it's just not fun yeah. and it's stressful. Like, I, this is the week I wish it would just fly by, but it's always the slowest week of the season. I As mean, of right I now, love this week, except for, you know, what except my team does. One. But for that yeah. one. <laughs> um, yeah. I want to see what everyone else is doing, not my exactly. team. But. <laughs> As of recording right now, there's about an hour and 50 minutes left until the trade deadline is closed because it closes at two, right? Is it two or three? I can never remember. I thought the, tra- I thought the trade deadline tomorrow, was tomorrow, Beth. It's, to- it's tomorrow, Beth. Yeah, you're, 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 you're a day early and a dollar you're super day short. Day early there. Day early and a no. dollar short. Why did I think it was today? No. Because you no. wanted so, to stop so, your suffering. but I'm I so wanted it to be like so a week ago. So technically, it's a day and an hour and some change short. Yeah, yeah. Fantasy, yeah. Fantasy hockey deadline day was last week, but no. Which is dumb. yeah, that came out of nowhere. It's like, it's like, oh, hey, by the way, here's your trade deadline. You're like crap trades. Uh, crap. No, the the fantasy trade deadline not being the same as the NHL trade deadline makes zero sense to me. But again, ESPN. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you have like fantasy trade deadline a week ago then you have the nhl trade deadline tomorrow but then you have the ahl trade deadline like the 10th like what is this why can't it all just be the same day just get it all over with because it's hockey and nothing ever makes sense (laughs) it's true because this is hockey and and nothing ever makes sense so as talking about the trade deadline the blackhawks have been busy oh yeah they have um not, not here for it 
not, we're, we're not here for some of it. Of You're not of excited course. about Nikita Zaitsev? We talked about that on last week's episode. We, <laughs> we have gone past that. Uh, while we were recording the Glow it. Show on Sunday, the Jack Johnson trade broke. So like, ah, we, yes. we were mid-recording and Zach was like, uh, Jack Johnson just got traded back to the Colorado Avalanche. And I was like, oh, oh, cool. Cool, 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 cool. It started. Awesome. Yay. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the half-season loan, Avs. Here's your guy back. It's like... Yeah. You know, yeah. the first three moves, well, I'll say two and a half. The first two and a half-ish moves that the Hawks made, I wasn't upset about. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Like losing Josiah Slavin was shocking, but mm-hmm. he's had yeah. a pretty bad year in Rockford, so I wasn't yeah. surprised necessarily that they were to looking be, to move him. To be but, fair, though, to be fair, it's been a, it's been a weird season for the Ice Hawks too. So I mean, it wasn't like you know they were like in the like in a playoff spot all season. And he was just struggling. Like, it seems like the whole team is kind of struggling. So. But I mean, it, it's still weird of like him of all guys to get moved. But I mean, yeah. I guess maybe a change of scenery thing and see what happens. With, they've uh, had a San weird. Diego, so they've had a weird season in the way that nothing has been consistent. But they've just been kind of floating along and doing fine. Like you yeah. have the beginning of the year where Arvid, who's supposed to be their number one guy, plays two games and then gets called up because you have injuries in Chicago. And then he gets sent back down, and then he has a growing injury, so he's out forever. So the other guys are just kind of taken over. And then you have Lucas Reichel going up and down. You have Ian Mitchell, who's been up for most of the season now. Isaac keeps going up and down. So nothing has been consistent, but yeah, they're it's doing okay. Consistently yeah. inconsistent for the most yeah. part. The, it's the inconsistency like. has been the consistency on the season. Does anyone have a spare goalie as a, as a wise one would said? <laughs> no kidding. No. Um, Does have a goalie? Then the Hawks made another move where they traded Jake McCabe, Sam Lafferty, the 2024 fifth round pick that's conditional and a 2025 fifth round pick also conditional. Also, of course, to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Buds all day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> For Joey Anderson, Pavel Gogolev, a 2025 first round pick that is not conditional, and a 2026 second round pick that is also not conditional. So, I mean, Corey well, the just, 2025 Corey... is top 10 protected. Oh, so it there's is. that. Okay. But otherwise, no conditions. Yeah. Yeah. Cordy's loving it because do more, the more, more Jake McCabe. <laughs> more plan Jake McCabe. on being that bad in 2025 that they're going to have a top 10 pick? Look, Beth, it's <laughs> the Leafs. It's the Leafs. You can't true. say one way or the other because it could go absolutely either way. You, the yeah, Leafs could it, leaf a whole season instead of the first round game seven. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, there's a, there, there's no in between. It's either you you get to the playoffs and get don't make the first round, or you just stink. So it's like, true. Which, which one are you gonna go with this year? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I mean, they yeah. did recoup a draft pick by trading away Rasmus Sandin out of absolutely nowhere. I so, was kind of, I was kind of surprised by that because because everyone was kind of high on Sandin. Everyone was kind of like waiting for him to be like the next guy for the defense. Well, they don't need him now that they have Eric Gustafson. 
Uh, that name is banned from this podcast. We will not speak of him ever you, you again. Can't, yeah. you, you can't get away from that guy. I mean, at least you got at least you got more Jake McCabe though. So you go from one of your favorite yeah. teams to the other favorite teams. That's I true. Mean, but you only have won. six episodes till the Eric Gustafson episode of Let's Talk. No, he, no oh he, my. He will not be. <laughs> he will not be the Blackhawks player of of the episode. Sorry, not sorry, not happening. Oh um. God. And then I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Sam Lafferty texted the Twitter admin about posting a message for to the Blackhawks. And they were like, uh, to post it on team socials? Like, what'd you have in mind? So his message was not like a fancy done up letter. It was literally screenshots of text messages. I mean, would you expect anything else from Mr. Lafferty? I mean, no. not really. Uh, but he did say, I want to thank the Blackhawks for these last two seasons. When I was traded here, I didn't know what to expect, but I'm grateful for everything that has happened since then. The team gave me an opportunity to play. The fans at the United Center were incredible, and my teammates have become great friends. I'm going to miss it, but I'm very excited for what's ahead. I love my time in Chicago, and I wish the team and the fan base all the best. So nice little message from Sam. Good old, good old Laffy Taffy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss him scoring random goals on days where we need to lose games. Um, you're, supposed to, you're supposed to embrace the tank, guys. Not go 21, yeah. 34, and five yeah. and get win streaks out of nowhere. But yeah, Courtney and I were talking about them not understanding the assignment via text message the other day. We were like, "Look, guys, we need you to understand uh-huh. the purpose of this season. It's not to go on like four or five game win streaks. It is to lose." Remember, we did talk. We, we did talk about it, though. It's like you don't really want the first pick, because the last few times outside of Montreal, not a lot of teams who've gotten the number, who finished first, got the first. So finished maybe last. you know, finished you know last. first in the terms of the draft overall pick is what I meant. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, I'd be okay finishing like thirtieth. That's about as high as I'd like to be in the standings for the draft lottery purposes. Get silly for Fantilly, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all I mean, that's not that, that is not another bad option too. If you, so if you don't get if you don't get Bedard, getting him would would still be a really solid move. I just this. I don't want Hawks fans. If we don't get the first overall pick, just please do not treat anybody that we draft in the first round like Buffalo treated Jack Eichel when they didn't get Connor McDavid. Oh my gosh. <laughs> please. Please. And how visibly upset their GM was <laughs> that they lost and got to draft Jack Eichel. I mean, of course, everybody wants McDavid, but still, yeah. like, Eichel's if not a slouch. You had treated him better. Maybe he'd still be a Buffalo Saber. Maybe, although they're doing pretty, pretty all right without him. Yeah. They aren't. They aren't doing awful. I mean, they do have Tage Thompson, so that kind of <laughs> that that changes things when you know you got a guy who scores like four and five goals a game. Sometimes, I mean, <laughs> I mean, better than Jack Eichel. <laughs> I mean, do you want uh, some depressing news that'll transition into the next uh, next oh. little next little topic here? I'm ready. I mean, it's like, it's depressing, but like, whatever way you want to take it. Anyway, David Gust, you know, our, our good old David Gusty story here. Orland Park, Illinois boy. Yep. Uh, The usual locker stall that was for one number 88 now belongs to David Gust. Oh, 
that hurts my heart. But I'm also really happy for David Gustin. We will talk about him when we talk about last week's games because the boy had himself an amazing NHL debut. Oh, yeah. But that does bring us to the next trade. It was a three-team trade. I'm going to start from the bottom and work my way up because I, I, I can't. So in this three-team trade, the Arizona Coyotes received the New York Rangers 2025 third-round pick. The Chicago Blackhawks received a 2023 second-round pick, a 2025 fourth-round pick, Vili Sarijarvi and Andy Walensky. And the New York Rangers received... Got Cooper Zek. Cooper Zek. <laughs> and that's all. And that's... <laughs> and, and, and number 88, Patrick Kane. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to have feelings. <laughs> you know, I didn't expect to have as many feelings as I did. Same. Because we all knew yeah. it was coming. Yes. And we've had... Since I would say since the summer to prepare for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then he started saying things like, I want to be here. Mm-hmm. And I want to be a part of this rebuild. And we were all and, like, wait. Right. Wait. And then you have Taves staying, maybe not willingly, but since he's dealing with this long <laughs> again. Yeah. And so you're like, well, if, if Taves is staying, maybe. Yeah. Well, and then like he sat out the San Jose game and they were reporting that he had left the team in San Jose and flew back to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then days passed and a lot of us were like, did he change his mind? Mm-hmm. Like, is he having second thoughts? Because like it hasn't right. it hasn't happened. And then every day it was like, it might be happening. And then it didn't happen. And then every day you have the Rangers just like peeling off parts of their roster, trying yes, to make just, <laughs> yeah, oh. trading tiny pieces and doing all sorts of things, just trying to make room. And then was, the like, Coyotes are like, "Hello, if we could take know, some salary, since like, that's sure all they're good for." Played Tetris, right? Yes. Oh yeah. So the oh. Rangers were like, when you get to the top of the board, and like you're just trying to. Do anything yes. you can to not lose this game of Tetris. Yes. But it's yeah. like keeps stacking up so quickly. Like, oh my God. <laughs> but they did <laughs> end up sort of kind of losing as it is anyway, because <laughs> they have been deemed ineligible for an emergency call up because they had suspicious sufficient space to call somebody up after injuries and suspension occurred. But then a trade. <laughs> removed any sufficient cap space they had to have somebody called up so they will be skating 12 forwards and five defensemen this evening because they ain't got no cap space against against the centers in Kaner's debut against Alex to break <laughs> and Jacob Chikrin yeah good old Jacob finally finally moved out of his misery <laughs> he's finally been I, freed from arizona I, I can't believe that's all it took was three draft picks i, to get, I don't to, think that was the initial ask but when probably it, not I, I guess they I were mean, kind of like they were kind of starting to get nervous it's like okay everyone else is leaving we need to do something yeah. i mean they also lost shin pair for a yeah, third was, round pick in three seasons so, I mean, it's like yeah just get rid of the coyotes are like, you know what? You know what? 
We need some draft capital for all of this dead cap space that we have here. Oh, where contract, oh, where contracts go to die, like you know, hurricanes <laughs> or Arizona Coyotes legends of this, 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 and this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, geez. the Coyotes picking up a third just for taking on like not even very much of Kane's salary, like actual like 20, money. I think it was like twenty five percent or something like of that. Of the it cap hit, yeah. Like yeah, actual money, I read it was like sixteen thousand dollars or something. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but it's just we're like... talking about the Arizona Coyotes. They can't remember to pay their bills. You're they right. may struggle with that sixteen thousand dollars of actual money that they have to pay to Patrick King. Here's so, my thing. So here's my thing. Though, when's 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 Schmaltz and Keller leaving? Because at that point, they just got to get rid of those guys too. Well, Schmaltz like, is injured now. Yeah. Yeah. And like, do you think Clayton Keller is gonna like? He's already. I mean, he did sign that extension. Like at some point, you're like, can you just let me out of here, please? Like, it's a yeah. sinking ship. I mean, maybe at some point day, they have to get better. At some at point, some one day I have to turn it around. Like, just, just move would... the team. I, I love those jerseys, but just move the team at this point. If it's if they if they're gonna if it's already been this long, just no. I mean, Caner's doing in new york right now <laughs> oh Patrick on jonathan taves it's going to be weird not being around him is that really all he said well that's all that scott powers tweeted but oh, okay. <laughs> it's gonna be weird not being around him okay next question next question <laughs> <laughs> it's weird <laughs> moving on <laughs> You know that you like uh what anything Annie OD or something like that on tech like I saw a video of her like it was of them like him meeting up with Panarin again and it's just like hey you know it's like you know he's happy yeah. to see Panarin you know that's gonna oh, be yeah. like how can you not be happy to be on a team with Artemi Panarin Mika Zibanejad like Adam Fox Chris Kreider Chris Kreider the list just Igor Shosturkin as your goaltender like. Not as good as one Corey Crawford. But no, 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 not no. even close. No, or like a a or a peak Duncan Keith, Brent Seabrook, Nicholas you know. Jalmerson. Oh. His new captain is Jacob Truba. Ew. Just ill. <laughs> ill. No. I still can't believe he's the captain of the Rangers. I'm sorry. Oh, it was team decided. All of, of all guys. So. <laughs> We knew he was going to the Rangers, and that's fine, because that's where he wanted to go. He wanted to be mm -hmm. with Panarin again, and we all knew that was going to happen. And yay, he's reunited with Panarin, blah, blah, blah. But in the first round, they're slated to meet up with one New Jersey Devils. And I'm like, really? Can you not just give me one moment of peace? <laughs> one moment no. of peace. You want to know what you get, Dagger? You get no peace. No peace. <laughs> None. Uh, no chaos. peace at all. You're the demigods of cash. You you bring in and thrive on chaos, and that's what yeah. this is. Because you got you got Bradman and Kaner, and then you got Timo Meyer, Brat, Heisher, that entire team. That, that that's gonna be a that's gonna be a series. It's going to be amazing, but like obviously, I want to root for Kaner, and I rooted for the Rangers in the playoffs last year and had a great time doing it. All of that stuff. Mika is wonderful. I'm sorry, Zach. We won't talk about that series. The but... hair is just beautiful. Like, oh my, he has better hair than I do, and it makes me upset. <sighs> it's unfair. <laughs> it is unfair. But then they go up against my guilty pleasure team in the Devils. Like, I can't even. <sighs> yeah, like I, I, I can't believe that the Devils were able to acquire Timo Meyer and keep Dawson Mercer. 
and like Alex Holtz. Like, like that still blows my mind. I thought they were that? gonna have to give up one of their goalies too. Like they have Nico Dawes in the Meyer in the minors. They have Akira Schmid who's backing up now because Blackwood's injured again. But Nico Dawes is absolutely insane. Like he is yeah. killing it in Utica. But like, yeah, the, the like you saw the the, the trade is just absolutely bonkers because it's like a like five guys, a bunch of picks, and it's like yeah. all the what and one, then it's like one. Timo Meyer, here you go. Well, one of the guys, I think it was like San Jose who just picked up, instantly just put him on waivers. And you're just like, yeah. Thanks for I'm showing gonna, up for the five seconds you were a I shark. Mean, that was the same situation when Marc Andre Fleury was traded to the Hawks. Like we sent him over, we sent Vegas a dude, and they were like, bye, dude. We didn't want you anyway. And then he went back to the Ice Hogs. So, yeah. I mean, it's- that was that was a yeah. So, oh, like, oh yeah, Mikhail Hefferinen, yeah, yeah. Then he just left. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, here's yeah. Timo Meyer along with like all these other like <laughs> great players. It's like oh yeah, you yeah. also got Adam Gray, you got Graves, you also got Nemec. It's just like yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah, you no know, Doug Hamilton. Got yeah, Doug Hamilton. They got who? What? The Yotes just got Jacob Voracek. Interesting. What, what, I was so, just trying what, to casually look up this Timo Meyer trade, and everything's blowing up again. <laughs> who, where was he at? Was he? I thought, was he oh, that's what I thought so. I was like, wait a minute. All right. So the Devils acquire Scott Harrington, Timo Meyer, Zachary Imond, Santeri Hitaka, Timur Ibragamov, and a 2024 fifth round pick. I, and, and then Harrington was the one that got wavered like instantly. Yeah. Yeah. San Jose gets Andreas Johnson, who I'm pretty sure was playing in Utica anyway. Mm-hmm. Fabian Zetterlin, Nikita Oktiuk, Shakir Makamadulin, a 2023 first round pick. They couldn't trade easy. Na- Timo Meyer was the like only easy name on that list. Like, you know. I mean, you do have Fabian Zetterland, which kind of sounds like a Norse god or something. Yes, it, like, it, it sounds like it should be like a Disney prince or something. He's like, I think he's the best part of that trade coming from Jersey because he's been with the Devils for most of the season, and he's, he's not like he's, he's not going to light the world on fire, but he is very solid at a depth yeah. role. Oh yeah, he is. He he's really yeah. That trade was absolutely bonkers. It's just like it's <laughs> a great trade by the Devils, though. Yeah. yeah, the fact that right, they, yeah. they kept all their good players, and you just picked up Timo Meyer, and it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. This team just got it's significantly better, even though they're already good to begin with. Already so. friends with your captain Nico Heischer and mm-hmm. Jonas Siegenthaler. They're all oh friends and knew each other from mm-hmm. playing international hockey. So, oh, so go oh, here's Jack Hughes. Here's Nico Heischer. Here's Jesper yeah. Brat. Igor yeah. Sharangovich, <laughs> like Dougie yeah. Hamilton, who's Dougie. breaking, who's breaking defensive records for the Devils as we speak, like, and, and, their, and their goaltending is also pretty good. Too. It's just like, oh my yeah. gosh, like yeah. the Devils are just like, yeah, no problem. We're just gonna go all in and just try to do. Honestly, I hope to beat the Rangers in the first round. I, I, I hate mean, to say it for I hate to say it for Kaner and Breadman, but New Jersey is like. That was the first trade they made since getting John Look, Marino from Pittsburgh in the summer. Here's the thing. Huh. We need the Rangers to get to the conference finals because that then turns that second round pick into, into a first round pick. But it's next year, 2025. So we can always recoup that doing something else. 
should the Devils go on to win this first round series? I'm not yeah. saying that's who I'm rooting for. I don't know who I'm rooting for. I'm just hoping it's a good series. I probably figured out like half. I just hope everybody game. has fun. Like, I, know. I want I want it to be a seven game series. I want it to be close games, and I just mm-hmm. want everybody to have fun. Like on one hand, I want them to the Rangers to do well because Kane left to go there to do well but on the other hand i'm like you stole my brother because that's how it feels i feel it feels like they stole my annoying little brother from me yes yes (laughs) like (laughs) uh, but yeah that that's that's gonna be a good series like devil's rangers that's gonna be definitely one to watch outside of like Whatever team you're currently, yeah. whoever your favorite team is, that's gonna be a series to watch. Because well, last the, time the, we the, had them, you had like the best goal call ever for Henrique scoring. So yes. yeah, honestly, I the, will the, say I selfishly like I want Patrick Kane to get a little hurt and have to come down to a conditioning stint in the ECHL for recovery, <laughs> because I will be making phone calls and being like, "Hello, hi." No, completely skip over the AHL. He's going yeah. right to the E. Yeah. <laughs> He's going right to the E. He's got it. He's got a condition for a couple games. You know, much slower pace. Oh my oh gosh! Could you imagine Patrick Kane in an Iceman jersey? Like, there's a guy who has an ECHL All Star jersey from last year that has 88 Kane on the back of it, and I'm like, this man has manifested this happening. Like, he has brought this into the world. Oh how 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 dare he? How I know. dare he? I, I the first time I saw it, I was like. That's such a weird customization choice. Yeah, like my ECHL All-Star jersey has like my name and number on it mm-hmm. because it's it's my jersey. And my dad's same way has his name and number on it because that's what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But um, that's, so, that's so weird. Yeah. And in other transaction news, we did get Alex Daylock back. He has been yes. activated. Mario Power Up Sound here. We did get Dujar Kara back. He has been activated. Mario Power Up Sound here. And Lucas Reichel got called up this afternoon back to the big boy team. So he's sliding into the lineup, which I'm sure none of us are surprised seeing as we no longer have Patrick Kane. And Lucas Reichel has been the Patrick Kane replacement anytime he's been out of the lineup recently. So it is yeah. interesting timing. Like I know they play tonight, but for players to be eligible for the AHL playoffs, they have to be on the American League roster tomorrow. So they're going to have to send them down anyway. I mean, it could be just a paper transaction when yeah. they do send them down. Um, yeah, they'll send him but... down tomorrow because after tonight, they don't have a game till the 4th. Yeah. So if he will play tonight, he will be sent down tomorrow, and then he will be called up on the 4th. <laughs> So um, taking a look at the games we had last week, we won in San Jose. Then, Granted, we were less Patrick Kane and they were less Timo Meyer. But yeah, it was the first game without Kane. It was. And it was the first game where the commentary started to get real sad on the Blackhawks oh. broadcast. Oh, and Patrick Sharp was killing me, dude. I, I oh watched some God. of the... Like I watched the beginning parts because I had the games recorded and I was like, no, I cannot watch this anymore. Um... <laughs> Like Patrick Sharp was killing me. I, I mean, they, they all of it the, before he was traded, and then like last night in Arizona, last that night, was two nights ago. Two nights like ago. that was horrible. All of the tribute videos they kept showing, I was like, oh my god, guys, stop! <laughs> just, 
I have no my more tears to cry. And they won't stop. It just keeps coming. Yes. And the San Jose game, this is a great parallel for where his locker stall is now, mm-hmm. was David Gust's first NHL game after signing a two-year contract extension. It was also his first NHL shift where he scored his first NHL goal. Just And you know, I don't hate that. It's an amazing story. He almost quit hockey last summer because he's yeah. 27, I want to say, mm-hmm. and he didn't have any NHL contracts and he was thinking maybe it's time to just hang him up. But he is from Orland Park, so mm-hmm. local team comes calling, he signs, plays with Rockford, has an absolutely fantastic season Oh yeah, for the Ice Hogs, is an AHL all-star, goes four for four in the accuracy shooting competition, like the only the fourth player in AHL history to do it. That's something amazing. like that. Yeah. And then gets his call up. Just fantastic moment for him. And his family mm-hmm. was able to be in the building. They flew him out. So, yeah. I will say in the accuracy shooting competition, I missed the styrofoam targets. Like them exploding just made my mm-hmm. heart so happy. Um, I don't like the digital ones now because half the time they malfunction. Yeah. They and- did go back to them this year. Well, that's good because the styrofoam ones are fun to watch. It's fun to watch them just like explode Mm -hmm. on impact. Those digital Uh, ones were terrible. And they make an awful sound when they get hit by a puck and I don't love it. Mm -hmm. I don't don't love it. So uh, the Hawks did win in San Jose four to three. Courtney and I were both like, do you guys not understand the assignment? Um. But, you know, it seems like they've learned again what the assignment is because the Hawks rolled into Anaheim and lost four to two. Which they really needed because Anaheim is currently behind them. Yes. And then the Hawks rolled into Arizona and they lost four to one. Oh, that game was ugly. (laughs) Ugly. The Arizona Coyotes social media tweet afterwards was also ugly, was not a fan. Not even a little. No. They acquire a W from Chicago. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's not a fan. So this next week, we are playing every other day. Um, We got a three-game homestand, though. So, you know, I'm interested to see what the UC looks like in a Patrick Kane-less team. Dude, I was there the last two of his home games against yeah. Toronto and against Vegas. The place was loud every time they even yeah. mentioned Tanner. Well, and he was talking about like how great the atmosphere was those last couple of home games. I'm mm-hmm. very intrigued to see what the UC looks like when we play Dallas. Oh, the man. amount of resale tickets on the market right now. Oh, oh I can imagine. Oh, it's got to be insane because, I mean, with – who knows what's going to happen with Taze if he's ever going to come back? And it's like you don't have Kaner. I mean, yeah. really on this team, you really We've got have... Lucas Reichel back. That's why they called Reichel back. They were like, get people in the stands. Everybody's yeah. selling their tickets. Oh God! Oh yes. Because you think about it, like there's really like with Taze out, there's really like no one. Is there anyone even left from like the Cup era that's even on the ice now? It's, I think that's everybody. Like everyone's gone now. So it's like, welcome to the new era of the Blackhawks, I guess. It's like, hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> Especially here, the here, era. Yeah. Oh, oh if, if he gets the C, I swear to gosh. I you know, swear to gosh. Happen. 
Well, because no. I don't think he's really the only long-term contract we have. Because I mean, who knows how long? Dumb right now, right now, we yeah. Don't know because... what moves Kyle Davidson has up his sleeve. And Connor Murphy, <laughs> don't forget Connor Murphy. He's got three years after this one. Yeah. Also true. <laughs> well, yeah. It's it's like, it's like, hey Seth, do you want to like waive your no trade clause? We'll send you to Dallas, and we'll just get like some. We'll get some people back. Yeah, that's with... not gonna. That's not gonna. Happen. I I know. Not at nine point five. Well, no, here's the thing: you, you, well, the Hawks would have to retain at least half. We for eight have, years, seven years. No, thank you. We well, have to not, have but... his contract on the books right now. As it stands, <laughs> we are true. not going to meet the cap floor also next true. season. The Blackhawks are the Midwest Coyotes. Taking we are about to contracts. be the place where contracts come to die. Tampa, if you would like to return Brent Seabrook to the Chicago Blackhawks, <laughs> we'll take him. That would be fine. Like Why not? we will, Why we will not? take him. Let him actually retire as a Blackhawk. Like, give us that contract back. You can take it off your LTIR, which I know is your favorite place to put contracts in Tampa. Um, but just give it back. Just I'm well, speaking Hand of LTIR, right on over. Well, speaking of LTIR, is Taylor Hall's now an LTIR for the Bruins. So I saw that. For, they give him six million dollars of cap space after you give him Pasternak, who's got a massive contract too. And yeah, but they that got doesn't take effect. Well, yeah. I know, but it's just like, whew, that's a con. But yeah, Boston I mean, is this, loading up. Yeah, they are. They didn't need to load up because they, they did just not been running the league. No, yeah, but, they but did no, not. But yeah, goalie yeah. goals and everything. Yeah, in terms oh, of, yeah, I love that of the, goalie goal. That was the the double hug too at the, after the game. Yeah. Well, no, honestly, with the contract, so yeah, I mean, cap space is just going to be so interesting next year. How they're going to work that out? So, I mean, they're going to make a lot of moves before seven one to dump a whole bunch of salary because. They yeah. load it up. They're going to go on their what will probably be really the last year that the Bruins are truly in their cup window. Oh, I was going to talk about Don't even say that. Nobody talk. thought they were going to be here this year. I, I was going to talk about the Blackhawks. I was talking about the Blackhawks, but yeah, the, all, the Bruins too. The Bruins are going to be very interesting. But I'm turning yeah. to like the Blackhawks is like cap floor. Are we going to make it? Then it's like, here's the next question though. It's like, here's is Jonathan Taze back next year? I don't think so. I think there's another 10.5 flying out the window. <laughs> yeah, really but this is. is the last year of his contract. So the, the yeah. problem is there's nothing that states what the penalty is if you don't meet the salary cap floor. Nowhere does it say what actually because, happens. Because I don't think it because I don't think a team's ever not met the floor. I they think teams, haven't. Teams have met the floor. I mean, so it's like what does happen because no one's done it before so like it's are the gotta be something because it's gary's like, love child arizona tries very hard to hit the cap floor every year yeah so if but gary's there's actually, love child will get punished for doing it yeah, i feel uh, I, I can't remember which writer from the athletic wrote about it but they were talking about how the hawks are going to like struggle for the next couple of seasons to meet the cap floor which is why the seth jones contract is like we'll just keep this because that at least gets us some of the way there. There is nowhere in the CBA or anything that states what the actual penalty is for not reaching the salary cap floor. There are penalties if you go over the salary cap that are listed, but uh -huh. there is nothing listed if you don't meet the cap floor. So that's another thing they're just going to make up as they go along. Welcome to the NHL where the rules are made up and they never matter. Yeah, no I, wonder I, we picked up Zaitsev, who has 4.5 on his deal next year. 
Yeah. We're, we're probably going to be slightly overpaying a whole lot of people starting next season. Yeah. I mean, we're already yeah. drastically overpaying one guy. But I, there's I'm, a lot yeah. of bad contracts out there. If teams want to give us some draft picks yeah. or some prospects, they can go for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for the, for the free agency period is going to be really interesting. I bet you, if, like, they bring Max Domi back, it's going to be like, hey, Max, we're going to overpay you by a good bit. Just yeah. to meet the floor, Anthony. To see you. Here's an extra contract to keep you around with the, with yeah. an extra big bonus on top. I like, I want Max Domi to to sign a contract extension. He feels very Chicago. Like like if we bring he, him, he belongs bring, here. If we bring him and a and double A back, and then I guess whoever else they're going to bring up too. It's it's going to be like it's going to be very interesting of how they're going to try to like financially get like like how like how much does Dickinson have any more contract after this season? I don't know. He I don't know does. Like, okay. Two point so. so yeah. six five. Because I, yeah. I, I, I didn't know how many more years he had left on his contract. One but more. It's just after okay. the season. So yeah. it's like it, I feel like a lot of free agent moves are going to be like, like you said, Beth, a lot of overpay, and then it's like a lot of re-sign guys from the current team that's going to get like, hey, we're gonna, we need to meet the cap floor, so we're gonna, we're gonna pay you this much money just to be like, hey, we yeah. made it. Look at that. Look, we, we did it. Um, you, I, like I, me I, to sign Kurashev and yes. Ian Mitchell if they of keep course. him. Jared yeah. Tenori. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you got you got to keep Tenori. I like Tenori's game. He's really I like good. Tenori I as well. We I need would... a goaltender if they don't use one of the guys from Rockford because Stalock's up this year. Yeah, I feel I'm... like they should re-sign Stalock. I like him. He's fun. Watch, watch the Blackhawks be like, hey, Mazarek, you want to stay a little bit longer? No, thank you. He's still no, got you. another year. So <laughs> oh, there you go. No, thank you. He's still oh, got my. one more year after this one at 3.8. Oh, so, oh, yeah. So he's staying then. He's staying in Chicago. Yeah. So <laughs> I would love to see Anthony Siu and Domi and, and uh, Jujar extended. And Kurashev too. And Kurashev. I mean, literally – on the forward core, we have no contracts that go past the 23-24 season right now. Mm-hmm. Nice. Like, well, Arvid needs a contract and Dylan Wells needs mm-hmm. a contract. So there you go. Maybe you can pay them some yes. money some sticker. Yeah. yeah um, then whoever, whoever else is going to be uh, available this summer for us to go grab and just be like, hey, here's our guys we have for the tour of the team to get our contract. Looking it hurts hard. my heart scrolling to the dead cat section of cat friendly right now. Next season. It's going to be interesting. This for sure. <laughs> next season. We have currently 12 guys signed. Our, <laughs> our projected cap hit is $42,951,000. And what's the cap floor again? Like 60-something? I think so, yeah. Here you go, guys. We can sign one Jonathan Quick in the offseason. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm looking at the list of upcoming free agents. <laughs> no, thank you. Or Milan Lucic. Also. I, did Jonathan Quick actually report to Columbus? Because there were a lot of reports he was going to no show. Uh, there's actually no. There's no. I saw talks that the, that Columbus was going to trade him to Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw that Columbus t- Columbus took him, and they're probably going to send him to Vegas. So he's going to stay in the Pacific Division. He's just going to be. I feel so slightly, like, tr- slightly as much as I am team. not a fan of Jonathan Quick. Just because obviously there's some some mid 2010s Stanley Cup situations, um, that's just not like 
Oh, it's not okay. Ellie okay. did him so dirty. Like, they really did. Like, mm-hmm. like, like he got you two cups. He's was there through a rebuild. The team's getting better. In the middle of a season where you're potentially going to make yeah. the playoffs, instantly trade him away on a, on the plane. They're on the plane, and he got traded. Yeah, he flew back with. The- Flew back with yeah. the team, so mid-flight gets traded, and it's like the Kings are going to make the playoffs. They're going to they're going to probably make the playoffs and make mm-hmm. another run. And it's like, yeah, no, sorry, is it going to be a run though? Like they're going to make the playoffs, but well, I'm just, I'm just saying, well, I'm, who knows? I mean, it's it's yeah. playoff hockey. You never really know. Like like Corey it's said, true. anything can happen. Like the Bruins are yeah. on a historic run, but they can do what Florida did last year and crash and burn. Anything can happen. So welcome to hockey. But yeah. just to get rid of a guy like that who's been like your guy for decades and has done things for you. Mm-hmm. That, that's like that's basically what like Vegas did a Mark Andre Fleur. It's like ah, bye, get out of here. We're gonna send you for nothing. At least that was in the off season. Oh, well, true, but <laughs> and not getting traded on the plane ride back from a game like Somebody was like, I bet that was the saddest plane ride ever. And I'm sitting here like, these are hockey players. They absolutely had a party for Jonathan Quick after they found out he got traded on the plane. I yeah. don't know. From all accounts, everybody was pissed. Yeah. Like, like, they, like the, the thing True. is, they, they won the game. They're all, you know, celebrating on the way back. Didn't back Anze in- Kopitar have like a four point night? Something like that. Yeah. Four goals. It was a four goal night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. a four goal night. Even better. Oh, that's all. Yeah. Oh, okay, the, no big deal. Four goals? Oh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, gets, but, a four, gets a four goal night. The team wins, and your goal gets traded, and it's, and it's like a legend too. It's like cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Way to ruin the vibes. Cool, 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 cool. cool. There like, are a lot of free agents this upcoming summer. Oh, there is. <laughs> yeah, there is. July, starting July first, there's going to be some insanity. Like, and the there Black are Hawks a are not, ton. Black, the Blackhawks are not going to get top tier guys though. They're going to get guys who are like, hey, we need you to help fill up the cap, but we're not going to go and like be world beaters. In the yeah. process, we can bring I, Vinny Hinnestros a bit. Vinny Hinny. <laughs> I wouldn't be upset with that, but are we? Are we doing the? We're bringing the band we just, back together. No, no. Here's the thing: we're done with that. Like, unless it's Patrick Kane, I don't want him back. Even, oh. even, even Vinny Hinny don't want to bring oh, him back. That? No, we're done bringing. Unless it's Patrick Kane, I don't want them back. I was, I, what's that face uh, for? Just seeing the New York Rangers logo next to Kaner's name on the upcoming yeah. creation. Oh, yeah. Because, like, yeah. it's him and Taves are at the top because I think it goes by cat, whatever. Yeah, I think and, yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. Do you, me think, do you think, like, Kaner's when they come, do you think Kaner's coming back next season? I would have said, like, I said this on Twitter the other day. I said, I said, yes, I think he's coming back prior to his statement posted by the Blackhawks. His statement posted on his personal, the statement from Kyle Davidson and the statement from Danny Wirtz. But then you watch the game and you have Kaylee Chelios and Pat saying, like, we think he might be coming back. So that's all I'm holding on to right now. She was very insistent, like, hey, you never know. He could always yeah. come back. And I'm like, you never know. I need you yeah. to be my mother right now and just call me down and tell me that Kaner's coming right. home. Yeah. Like, <laughs> can Grandpa Chris come over and tell us that everything's going to be okay? Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Even though, like, all the, even though all the statements said next step in my career, I'm like, oh gosh, if he, if he doesn't come back to the Hawks, it's like, great. But cool. like at the same time, he's Rangers property now. So what are they supposed to say? They can't just be yeah. like, our Kaner's going off on a vacation. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, going I know. To the Big Apple, 
school for a vacation for a couple months and he'll be he'll back. Be back. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just like, so. oh gosh. It's just, it's just so weird to see not like seeing Kaner in anything other than a Blackhawks jersey. It's like, mm, no, don't like this. I don't when like this. When the at Rangers all. posted the photo of him and it said Kane YR, like Kane NY, like Kaner. I was like, no, 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 no. Or are there posts where it's like uh, Showtime on Broadway and it's him doing a a Selly in a Rangers jersey? And I'm like, no. That hasn't happened yet. Stop it. Announcer dad was the best. Like the trade happened and he sent me a photo from the New York Times and he was like, the New York Times has already photoshopped Patrick Kane into a New York Rangers uniform. (laughs) I don't don't like this. (laughs) Oh, announcer dad. Oh, no. He is, he is the best, but... He is the best. Oh, Now, man. we're going to take some time to talk about the man, the myth, the legend, number 50, Corey Crawford. I mean... Two-time I- Stanley Cup champion. Should should have won a con Smythe. Even Caner Conqueso himself said Court Crawford um, should have won. I mean, I mean the, the, the most ap- absolute beauty of beauties. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean he, he'll, he he'll, certainly he'll, his nuts off every night. I mean, he I mean, did work he, his he, nuts he, off every night. He also he gave stopped, like the most epic hands. <laughs> championship parade speech on the oh, face yeah. of the planet. Oh yeah, like, one of the best. He wasn't. He wasn't afraid to throw hands too when uh, no, you know things got yeah. spicy. No, he was feisty and spicy even when he had been concussed several times. And we're all like, Corey, please stop. Corey, th- Corey, no, bad Corey, stop it. Corey, Head. stay in the net. In the Corey, net. In the blue. If you're, blue if, paint, you're a go- if you're a goaltender, tend the goal. Corey, stop trying to throw hands. You just got done with a concussion. <laughs> The, the the best though is just when they won the cup and he just throws his helmet off and the guys are just uh, it's just oh, I can it's see a, it I can I see mean it. we did we just saw it forty five minutes ago because Jules put that video oh, you're in right. the intro for the podcast like I that was the she was like what do you want I was like there's only one thing I specifically want and it is the end twenty fifteen Stanley Cup final when. Corey Crawford throws all of his gear off at the United Center. That is the only thing I require in this video, and it needs to be the last thing that plays. Yeah. yeah. Corey Crawford will always be an absolute legend and a beauty, mm-hmm. and if people say otherwise, you, you, better, you better be ready to fight, because <laughs> we, we will not take Crawford slander here. We will not. People are like, all about revisionist history now. They're like, I always loved Crawford. And we're like, re- no, you re- didn't. The receipts say otherwise. Yes. I happen to recall arguing with people for 10 years about how he was a great goaltender, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still yeah. have people today who thankfully have not participated in the revisionist history part. Mm-hmm. And they think that Corey Crawford is overrated. And I'm like, you do realize if you look season to season stats wise, Corey Crawford and Henrik Lundqvist posted the same numbers. The only difference is Corey Crawford walked away with two Stanley Cup championships. And two Williams Jennings trophies. Mm-hmm. And a deserving Conn Smythe trophy, too. Let's be honest. That, yeah. Should have. When, when, when the Conn Smythe winner says this should have gone to this player, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you post like a 935 save percentage back how in you, the playoffs. How, like, how do you not? I'm surprised. I'm surprised he didn't win a Vesna. Like, hello, what, yeah. are, we, what are we missing here? Yeah. He should he should have gotten a Vesna. Mm-hmm. I mean, heck, he should have gotten an MVP trophy. I mean, it's like, what more can this guy do? Yeah. I well, mean, he was always, you know, on that stacked team, but now that doesn't seem to matter. Everybody loves Andre Vasilevsky. And oh obviously not taking anything away from him because he's a fantastic goaltender and yeah. he should get the credit for that, just like Crawford should have. <laughs> Thank I mean, you. Let me, let me even look at the 13 run on that short season. I mean, like he went absolutely off the entire regular season. Him and went, Razor, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Talk talk about an unlikely tandem doing amazing tandem things. <laughs> That's the year they won the Jennings. It is. Yeah, exactly. And it's like that season he posted a 1.94 goals against average. How do, you, how, do you, how do you know what a Vesna was a sub-2? 0.926 save percentage. And in the playoffs, he had a 1.84 goals against average and a 0.932 save percentage. And the man brought the team to the Stanley Cup Finals and they won in 17 seconds. Like, for the fact that he had a sub-2 regular season and postseason, automatically should have told you something, that this guy was on an unworldly pace that year. I mean, when he came up to the Hawks full time, he had like Calder recognition, yeah, as rookie of the year. But then Jeff Skinner, (laughs) you know, but then Jeff Skinner. So yeah, (laughs) Um, and I mean that was the only season outside of when he played in the Q Triple A that he had a sub two goals against average. I mean, most of them were pretty close to the two mark, but mm-hmm. still a one point nine four goals against average in the regular season, one point eight four in the playoffs, and the man was not nominated for a Vesna in any. I, I, I don't I don't care the fact that Who it was a it, it was a shortened season. I don't care. Like he he went, he went I'm next looking. level. Yeah, like, I don't he really hear it. Was, like, it, was only, it was only like half a season of hockey. I don't care. Bobrovsky, uh, oh. Babo, Sergey. But you know the Hawks also led the league in attendance that season. You know, back when we used to have hundred and ten percent capacity every game. Oh, back when people used to go to Hawks games. Mm-hmm. That would be the time. Let's see. Let's look up Mr. Sergey Bobrovsky that season and check his numbers. So see. Bobrovsky's numbers that year. He had a 2-0 goals against average and a 9-3-2 save percentage. So his save percentage was a little bit higher, but his goals is it was a little bit better, but his goals against were a lot higher. So I don't think he was even nominated, was he? No, I'm trying to remember if he ever was, because every year I got mad that he was not nominated. Yeah, I don't think he yeah especially in like the golden years Mm -hmm. when you know things were amazing and he was amazing and standing on his head every night and we used to scream things like crow my god and you know games left and right behind that crazy team who always somehow left him out to dry like (laughs) always always yeah chris says no Yeah. yeah yeah oh my goodness um, th- this was also the time when that uh, the Om Nom game was really popular. And there's a little blob guy who ate uh, like the candies. It was a game on your cell phone. And me and my friend, who is also a Blackhawks fan, we used to send those gifts back to each other of like this little green. It was like a little green blob. It was a game on your cell phone. And you used to eat candies. And 
I don't know. It sounds like Pac-Man to me. <laughs> it was it, it was like 2010's Pac-Man, essentially. But we used to just send those back and forth to each other. Beyond, uh, beyond, beyond me on that one. Yes. Kids these uh, days. <laughs> <Use>. <laughs> I am older than both of you. <laughs> older than both of you. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, oh, and the biggest problem with the Vesna is it's nominated by NHL GMs. Yeah. Yeah. And that has always been a flaw. And that was a flaw that was pointed out every single year that Crawford was snubbed for a Vesna nomination mm -hmm. because the NHL GMs never voted for him because they just pretended like he didn't exist, even though he generally like made their teams lose. Right. So, but yeah. Especially in Montreal. <laughs> I mean, you know, the hometown boy doing hometown things. My sure. phone keeps going off and I keep freaking out thinking that like more trades have happened. I know. I keep looking. Um, So far, we're good. Like, hopefully we don't have another live trade to announce where it's like Jonathan Taves changed his mind and he's also getting traded and going to be dead cap space in Arizona. <laughs> he's um, healthy now, guys. <laughs> he's healthy now. He decided to go to Arizona. We're all good. We're all good. He worked um, out off the ice today, so there's. That. Oh, that's that's a positive thing. Like, I know just reading up on like his chronic immune response syndrome stuff, it's rough. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember when he first came back after that season off, he was talking about how like sometimes drinking water was painful, mm -hmm. which is insane. Like long COVID, man. I cannot imagine being like, oh look, my water. Oh, my right. body, my whole body hurts. Yeah. Like I I cannot. So I have to get back to making money. My lunch break is officially over in like two minutes. <laughs> so we're gonna go around the room. Miss Dagger as our guest. Please tell the humans where they can find you on the internet. Sure. Uh, you can find anything from Center Ice related at fromcenterice.com. Or if you're watching the video version of this, you have the little Twitter handle here at VF Center Ice Pod. Or you can find my personal account at Courtney Dagger. Super easy. Wonderful. Mr. Zachary, where can the humans find you on the internet? Uh, find me at OneSureZach. That's OneSureZach. It's spelled out like the number. It's not the actual number itself like the Oneaters. Uh, Instagram, Martin 22 You can find me over there. Um, if you want to catch my writings, I write about the Charlotte Checkers for Field Pass Hockey, uh, FPH Checkers, or you can go to fieldpasshockey.com. I also have a link in my personal Twitter bio if you just want to go to the section where it's just all my articles compiled uh, into one easy area. Beth, where people can find you? So on the Twitter bird, you can find me at Wonder Beffers. That is like the word wonderful, not the number one like Zach. Um, and then on Instagram, you can find me at Good Better Beffers. And you can find us on YouTube at Let's Talk Low Hockey, where you, you really should be watching this. It's super fun to watch us, especially when Courtney is on. She just, like it adds a whole nother level to the crazy that is this podcast. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Talk Woe Hockey Pod. Do it. Do it. I demand Do it, I. even though you're already listening to the podcast. But if this is your first time listening, go yes. follow them everywhere. Absolutely. <laughs> and on Sunday, we're going to hang out for the Woe Show and 
talk about some women's hockey because there was some big news that dropped today and I just didn't want to drop it on the pod because there was too much big men's hockey news to not men add that to the crazy collection these men so we at least talk about Kendall since I'm on here oh yes we can and she's a Chicago native Kendall Coyne Schofield is having a baby a baby we were talking um, during the rivalry series, we were like, why is there no Kendall Coins Gofield? Yeah. Well, now we know. Now we she's know having why. a baby. She is due this summer. And we're all super excited for whatever tiny human they bring into the world because I'm sure that they will love sports with a football playing father and a hockey playing mother. Let's hope they go the hockey route. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. future Schofield child, hockey's better. Yes. Yeah. Like, and the dogs in the announcement were so stinking. So cute. cute. So cute. So cute. So happy so cute. for them. So happy for them. Glad to actually know why she wasn't playing because yes. I was like, how is this Team USA without Kendall Coins Gofield? Is, I, don't, I don't like it. Incorrect. It's, yeah. it's, it's incorrect. It's and there like was no news. Blackhawks without Patrick Kane. Or Team oh. Canada without Natalie Spooner because she just had a baby not too, not too long ago and she's back now. So, you know, hopefully Kendall follows okay, there the you same. Go. That's good. Hopefully Kendall follows the same model. Hopefully. <laughs> if she wants to if she wants to i mean she's fantastic she's wonderful she's bringing we'll a tiny human into the world around here i mean how can how can you not how Pretty can much. you not so for me beth for him zach for amazing demi goddess of chaos courtney dagger this has been the Corey crawford episode of let's talk <laughs> Wo hockey and we made it to 50 guys oh look at that oh mine's right here whoop yeah, my Funko, my Funko Papa Corey Crawford's over there. <laughs> There's my, my, my child's jersey I purchased in Chicago and then my winter classic jersey right there. Wait, since we are on the Crawford episode. Oh, oh, are we getting stick action? Ooh. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm really surprised Ooh. we haven't got That's so nice. That's the little Corey Crawford signature. Game use, sign stick, even even the hockey cart collection with all the like the individual letters though. Yeah, nice. that was an adventure trying to get all of those together. I remember oh that God. adventure and and your anxiety regarding that. So, but trying to get I, to see, I had Rawford for the longest time. You did, and it was like this is in a, no, we need the C. My dad was looking for the C. His card shop guy was looking for the C. Everybody was looking for the C because she needed the rest of the name. Like you can't have Rawford. Yeah, he's, he's not Corey Rawford. He's Corey he's Crawford. Corey Rawford. <sighs> So I remember getting the picture when you got the C, you just laying on the floor and you're like, my life is complete. <laughs> that was so satisfying. <laughs> Finally. Finally. So, but for real, I have to get back to work. It has been amazing catching up with all you guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Now avoid the selfie and go enjoy your game.